Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Bennett, go ahead. There you go. Uh, Bennett is our producer today. We have got an absolutely loaded guest list today. Uh, we're going to talk some high school football. We're going to talk to the play-by-play voice of South Carolina, Todd Ellis. Uh, so we have a lot. Max Chadwick, Pro Football Focus. We'll talk some college football tomorrow. Laura Rutledge here. Uh, the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, is here. Terry Ford will be here, uh, who is uh, up in South Carolina. He'll tell you he's a radio host, as I am. Uh, and he will give you his thoughts on Carolina as well. So we got a lot um, that we're going to do in the next few days. And, of course, Friday, it will be, again, a prognostication Friday day. Uh, not There's some good games this week, uh, but the ones we got, we will certainly get to. First guest today, right out of the chute, going to talk a little high school football uh, as O'Call's coach R.J. Fewer now joins us. R.J., welcome. Uh, first of all, in case people did not know, uh, there's been a schedule change with who you play, so I'll let folks know about that first. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Um, so we are now playing PK Young. Um, there was just uh, we were able to work it out to where uh, the the our opponent was down a little bit this year. They had some transfers at the beginning of the year, and um, PK's opponent is also down so those two teams are going to play each other which will allow pk young to come to us so um i think it it works out for all four teams Uh, looking at some game film of of pk i'm just hoping we didn't bite off more than we could chew (laughs) Uh, but i think it'll be a good competition you know good game for us and uh, we'll get us ready next week we play masters academy which is undefeated and they're number one in our conference so that will uh have a, a pretty big, uh, you know, impact on on playoff seating. So I think it'll be good that we can, as long as we come through the game healthy. Uh, PK is really big up front. Uh, they have five guys over 300 pounds, and uh, you know, so it's going to be it's going to be a tough test for us. Lawrence Wright Jr. Uh, was added to their team a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. Um, so he's a very athletic and big quarterback, about six two, two twenty. So it'll definitely be a definitely be a, a tough tough contest for us. But we're we're excited that we were able to to get the schedules uh, fixed and or you know changed up a little bit, um, provide a good good competition there for us. Since we talked early in the year, RJ, how have things gone for you? Uh, how's your seat? Let folks know how your season has gone. What are you pleased with? What are some things? You know, you'd like to see it get better. Yeah, we we're undefeated. Uh, we have had um, a couple tough, you know, first halves on a, a couple teams. Bishop Snyder was really close. That game was closer than, than the final score. Uh, we were up twenty-eight fourteen, and and they had the ball first and goal from the five, so it would have brought it to a a one-score game, and we ended up having a goal line stand and go down scoring and make it 34-14. But Bishop Snyder was a really tough game for us on the road. Um, Eagles view was a, a tough first quarter. But, you know, we haven't really been tested um, 
you know, yet this year. There are a couple of teams that we played um, because of graduation and some transfers. Uh, some of the teams that we played were down a little bit than what we thought. So this week and next week are going to be huge, huge games for us and kind of a litmus test of where we where we really are. Um, I told the kids, though, I said, you know, being 6-0, and it, it's unless you've coached and or played football, it's hard to win a football game. It you is. know, and so <laughs> – I, you know, I, I told them, I said, yes, we haven't had a close game yet. We will. Um, we need to be ready for it. But they should also be proud of themselves for, for being 6-0. and And, um, you know, we finished last season, uh, regular season, undefeated as well. So um, I'm proud of the kids. You know, they buy into the, our systems both offensively and defensively. Um, they're very coachable. Um, we're not going to necessarily – you know, I, I said we're like 0 and 100 in eye tests with pregame. You know, I look across the field and see these guys, and I'm like, dang, I'm, well, <laughs> they look pretty good. But but our our guys, you know, like I said, they're coachable. They buy into our systems, and uh, so yeah, this this week this is going to be a tough test for us for sure. Well, let me end RJ with this because you just kind of mentioned it. if you haven't been tested. Uh, to this point, and you have a, a, a toughie next week. Is this a good time to play a team like PK to get tested? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Um, <laughs> if you ask me next week, I may, I may <laughs> have, a have a different answer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I think it is good uh, just because it's 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 a non-conference game for us, um, and and like I said, next week against Masters Academy, they're. Uh, they're a really good team, and uh, actually, I'm a I'm born and raised in Pittsburgh, so uh, big huge Steeler fan. And Mike Krusek is the offensive coordinator oh, for Masters, wow. and his son's the head coach. You know, formerly he's UCF coach too. So they've done a great job with with that program, um, and so I do I do think it's good for us because um, I think our kids need to you know need to have a tough fight um going into next week's game and then going into the playoffs so i i'm, I'm excited for it and i uh, glad that pk um because they're giving up a home game so they're they're coming here to us so i you know appreciate coach you know willie jackson and and them um you know for for coming here to us i did tell my guys i said look you know they're not giving up a home game to come here to lose so you know they're going to be ready right so um I'm trying to, you know, kind of, kind of get in my kids' ears that you know, we better be ready because they're yeah. gonna, they're gonna be after us. So, but it'll be a good, good local game. I think our kids are excited about it, and um, you know, I think it'll be a good test for us for okay. sure. RJ, appreciate your time, man. Thank you. Good luck this weekend. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You got it, RJ. Fewer done a great job as the coach over at Oak Hall. Um, all right, we're gonna get our guests here. Uh, kind of back-to-back on occasion, uh, there will be time to call, uh, certainly. How about Anthony Richardson? Put on injured reserve. He's going to miss at least four games and perhaps more. Uh, Again, when you have a running quarterback and you do that, that is what could happen. So uh, wish him the best, and I hope he gets a speedy recovery. And it's interesting, too, because now the Colts – play the Jags, and the Colts quarterback now is former Jags quarterback Gardner, uh, Gardner Minshew. So that'll be interesting. Uh, Going to bring in a longtime friend of the show, longtime voice of the South Carolina Gamecocks, Todd Ellis now, to talk about this upcoming game. Todd, always a pleasure to have you, my friend. Um, 
okay, look, Florida struggled a little bit uh, with certain aspects of the game. So has South Carolina. But as you look at this football team, sort of give me where you think this team is now coming off the bye week. Steve, great to be with you as always. And, yeah, I mean, uh, even if, if you look back last year or, or over the even the recent history of this series, I'm not sure I've been real good at projecting what's <laughs> going to happen in a ball game, but I'll – I'll try pretty pretty well this year. Maybe tougher this year than ever, considering I've seen Florida play a lot, and obviously the games, uh, the Gamecocks in every game. So you're sitting there two and three, Steve, and we're the only team in the country that have played three top twenty-five opponents, I believe, on the road. One of those is a neutral site that counts. That um, we were in most of those games, played very well at times in in those games and the losses but have shown some pretty consistent weaknesses in either slowing the run on a consistent basis and uh, being able to run the football, which has put pressure on our outstanding quarterback, Spencer Rattler. So that summary is is what SI called the toughest September schedule that they had seen in years um, uh, that we've just come out of. Now got a little healthier over the bye week. I uh, don't think we'll have Juice Wells back at wide receiver, but we're going to probably have a Marion Brown who will help out our outstanding wide receiver, Xavier Leggett. We got a little bit more experience in those two freshman offensive linemen that were playing and healed up a little bit in the secondary. That all should help. But I've seen Florida look as good as anybody in the league at times and look very poor at times. So having said that, you know, it's at williams Bryce. All those issues. Who the heck knows what's going to happen on <laughs> on Saturday afternoon? Um, the, is, well, the offensive line has had its issues. Is it youth? Is it talent? Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, you know, yeah, Shane Beamer, and of course these guys. It's not like the pros; they they can't throw them away or trade them or cut them if they uh, if they want to. They got to stick with them. So nobody's talking bad about them. I, I would say we're not up to par in a couple of places, mostly because we lost a guy named Jalen Nichols, who was going to be our best and most versatile offensive lineman in the spring, then have another one hurt at the beginning of the season. And you know how it goes there. You, you lose two of your top five, and then those guys start to rotate, and then you're playing out of position. Well, now we got those two freshman offensive linemen who are going to be very good players, but are being <clears throat> taken advantage of right now. So I'd say it's a little bit of both. It's not as talented as we kind of hoped, and uh, certainly those two guys in experience. Todd, I, I think this is a huge game for Florida. You win it, you're 5-2 and two going to the bye. I mean, you theoretically could still win the East. Well, let's flip this. How big a game is this for South Carolina? Well, it's huge. You know, five of our next seven games are at home. Uh, after this ball game, we go to Missouri, then Texas A&M. You know, the league always loves the Gamecocks, so we fly the furthest on our schedule and back-to-back weekends. Thank God we got Missouri on a 3.30 kick as well, but, the, you know, the next one, one of those will be 7.30 for sure. But then you come back home for the Final Four in November. We all know if you're going to meet some of those goals of six, seven wins, maybe stretch it to eight wins if you get, you know, to a ball game, Shane Beamer has has got to have them. The, you know, the two on the road are, are going to be tough. I saw Missouri, Cali. They Brady's playing really well. They got some weapons on offense. You go in there to 
Columbia. It'll be tough, and we know A&M is as talented as anybody in the league. So you got to win some. We thought that game might be Mississippi State that was the absolute pivotal one because it was a winnable game left on our schedule, and we took care of business. But this feels incredibly important for, for the Gamecocks this weekend. Couldn't wait to ask you this, Todd, because you've seen, you know, through a quarterback's eyes, what Spencer Rattler has done. He certainly struggled a lot at the end of the year last year, was really good. He's been chased all over the place, but still has been really good this year. What have you seen to the quarterback's eyes and his development, why he's gotten better? Steve, I'm telling you, he is playing as good as anyone in the position. And unless you watch every game, every throw, every rushed uh, attempt, every time he's had to slide in the pocket, every time he's had to run, I don't think people know how good he really is playing. Uh, I didn't check since the Tennessee game, but it's still pretty close. He's completing 90% of his passes in the first half of ball games this year. That doesn't even count dating back to last year, where the last three ball games, including Clemson, Tennessee, Notre Dame, he was 76%, threw for 1,142 yards, 13 touchdowns, and just three interceptions, then continued it on in this year. He's not only throwing the ball for completions, he is putting it in perfect spots in some really tough situations where guys have, you know, run. A great example is last week had a 76-yard touchdown run by catch and run by Xavier Leggett on a third and six. I think, you know, one of the first third downs in the game. And it's a crossing route, you know, not nothing crazy difficult under normal circumstances, but the edge rusher's coming. He gets, hits his shoulder pad in the pocket. He slides up slightly then puts it right on the outside shoulder in perfect stride. And Spencer, I mean, and Xavier outruns the entire crowd. Well, it's a small example, but if you go back and watch, he's placing the ball as anybody as good as I've seen in a while. And uh, our problems have nothing to do with number seven, I can tell you that. <laughs> he, he's, pro- he's playing brilliantly. Last question. Fill in the blank, Todd. South Carolina, South Carolina wins this game if? I knew you were going to ask me yeah. that. You normally do. Yep. And it's a good one. And it's a good question. And I have no doubt it's the truth. We have to slow, not stop, slow the Florida run game. That's what scares me more than anything. Our secondary and that home crowd, our secondary is young, but it's playing fine, getting better. I don't think the Gators beat us through the air if we can slow the run game. You know, you it's hard to – it's hard to lose in the league at home if you're slowing the run game of your opponent. I think it's even more crucial this week with the Gators in town, and, and I say they win if they slow them down. Great stuff, as always, my friend. I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Uh, have a great week, man. Take care. You got it, Todd. Todd Ellis, uh, I do ask him that all the time. And see, we've been doing this so long together. that, uh, But I, I like doing that because he sees it through the opponent's eyes. 1217, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. We'll open up the phone lines for a bit. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Izzy McGarvey. In the American League Division Series, the Astros lead 2-1 going into Game 4 against the Twins. Tonight in the Twin City, Minnesota will fight to stay alive in the postseason, while Houston looks to advance to the conference title series. Live coverage starts here at 6.30. 
Gator Softball's first exhibition match of the season today against St. Leo has been canceled due to weather. The match will be made up on October 19th. Tomorrow, Florida Soccer travels to Fayetteville to take on the SEC-leading 10th-ranked Arkansas Razorbacks. Coming off a tie with Georgia, Florida will look for its second conference win. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Izzy McGarvey. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, it's Steve Russell. You need to get over to Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries just blocks from the stadium. If you haven't eaten one of their Florida-raised beef burgers, you're missing out. Try their juicy chicken burger with fresh hot fries and a hand-spun milkshake as well. Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street, Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's time for the Fall Hall at Northern Tool and Equipment. Get your hands on tough tools at prices that are tough to ignore. Got plans? Cancel them. Trucks in the shop? Borrow someone else's. Don't like saving money? Right. So head to the Fall Hall at Northern Tool. Back up the truck for the season's biggest event and save on generators, power tools, trailers, and more. Shop in-store or at northerntool.com. We're made for this. There's a whole lot of savings going on now at Staples. During Staples Sitathon, you can save up to $150 on select office and desk chairs. And when you buy a chair, you save 25% on desks, storage solutions, and office accessories. Plus, your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. And when you return an Amazon order at Staples, you receive a coupon for $10 off your next $30 Staples purchase. Now is definitely the time to save at Staples. Chair offer ends 1028, in-store only. Exclusions apply on Amazon offer. Hey, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They don't have any new vehicles. They haven't in over 40 years they've been in business. They specialize in giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They always keep up the best and the highest inventory of high quality used vehicles. Check them out online, secars.com. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, Southeast Car Agency. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melden Law, we won't back down. After a storm, unlicensed contractors prey on homeowners. Always hire a contractor with a state-issued license. Verify if your contractor is state licensed at MyFloridaLicense.com. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Max Chadwick from Pro Football Focus will join us at 1230. In the meantime, your questions, calls, and comments, 392-8255 on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. You can also email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Uh, I was very saddened yesterday uh, to get uh, a text about Barry Melrose and his situation 
uh, leaving ESPN. He'd been there since 1994. Uh, he has Parkinson's, and he's just, he tweeted out, you know, he's just going to step away and focus on his health and his family. And John says, um, you heard uh, he's retiring. Always enjoy when he's a guest on your show. Do you have any fond memories of interacting with him you can share? Yeah, I do. Uh, three of them, actually. Almost every time Barry would do an interview, uh, when he end, I would say, Barry, thanks for taking time. He'd say, okay, call me anytime. And he meant that. He meant that. He really enjoyed spreading the gospel of hockey. Uh, so I always remember that. Number two, <clears throat> I remember the first time I tried to uh, contact him, uh, and, and he said, uh, where are you from? Where, who are you? Uh, and so that didn't get off to a real good start, um, but after talking to him uh, for as many times as I did, uh, you know, got to know him on a first-name basis. Uh, and number three, uh, up until the end, the last couple times he was with me last year, he struggled. And I just didn't understand why. Now I do after what has been you know, put out there. Um, but he just he knew the game. Uh, he was always good at educating people about the game. So, John, those are my memories. I will miss him. And frankly, I don't know you know, from ESPN now, who I'm going to get on. Because Barry was, you know, always my go-to guy. Daryl says, what do you think about the Braves' chances winning in Philly? Good. Good. Look, the Braves, the Braves won 100 games. I don't think they care where they play. But, but, look what happened to Baltimore. Did anybody expect Baltimore to be swept? No. You just don't know in a short series what can happen? I still like Atlanta. Uh, Steven says, this past Saturday, the SEC Network put on the screen Coach Spurrier's comments about head coaches relinquishing play calling and it being successful. Do you think viewers took that as he thinks Coach Napier should do that? Uh, I, don't, I can't speak for viewers, Steven. I don't know. I mean, I think when you see that, I think the, an individual decides what they think of that. He was a pretty good play caller and head coach, right? Certainly can be done. So now, I mean, I will say coaching in his day, a little bit different from responsibilities in coaching. Now you didn't have NIL, didn't have to worry about your roster, poaching rosters, you know, all that. I, I grant. But I, I just, this will all, I've been told this by several people that I trust that he is going to evaluate Billy Napier as a coach and evaluate Billy Napier as an offensive coordinator at the end of the year and figure out what the next step is. I think that's going to happen. Um, and then one more, uh, one more email. Uh, Stewart, um, he also said, about Barry Melrose, loved his time with you in season, loved his analysis and honesty with you and listened for years. He was the voice of hockey on ESPN. I'm sad on opening night. Go Hawks. Um, yeah, Lightning got a win last night to open the National Hockey League season with the first game of the new year.
1226, Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Max Chadwick, Pro Football Focus, will join us to talk a little college football. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Folks, I've been with FICARE Federal Credit Union for a long time. In fact, more than 30 years. That says something. I've always trusted them. The people are great to work with, and it's a great place to do your banking. They have also money-saving news for Florida health care workers and their families. And remember, it used to be My Healthcare Federal Credit Union. Now it's FICARE Federal Credit Union, a different name, but as I said, same faces, same location, and most importantly, same great services they've always offered. FICARE will pay up to 5% with no monthly fees on your checking account. That's pretty good. And for that, you make money. And who doesn't want to make money? That's one of the great things that they do. So switch today to FICARE Federal Credit Union. You can find them online at FICAREFCU.org. That's FICAREFCU.org. The International Diamond Center, you can take your time and design and meticulously create the most unique, most exquisite ring imaginable. But if that's not your thing, we understand. And that's why we created the IDC Signature Collection. Ready-to-wear rings at every price point. It's a complete ring that's already done. We pick out the small diamonds, and we pick out the center diamond, and it's assembled, and it gets our stamp of approval. IDC owner Keith LeClaire. People like this because of the value that they're receiving because they're getting a complete ring without having to piece it together themselves. Even if your budget is $1,000, IDC has a ring you can take with you today with a quality, stylish setting and a GIA-certified diamond. We did all the hard work for you. Listen, we're the experts, and our job is to pick the right diamond for the right setting at the right price point and i think we do a pretty good job of it discover the no stress idc signature collection buy it today propose with it tonight international diamond center in celebration point online at shopidc.com total control we'd all love that wouldn't we you can have total control of your home environment with help from electronics world let the pros at ew install a system to control your audio video lights locks thermostats custom shades garage door and more plus monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app now that's total control electronics world visit our showroom in gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net when was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA choice steaks, ribeye, filet, New York strip, and Philly cheesesteaks, chicken sandwiches, salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it really does taste that good. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. 
the only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802 341 4542. 802 341 and sign up to win a $25 gift card to the UF Bookstore in the Wright Union. Just our way of gearing you up and saying thank you. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today we're watching an area low pressure over the Gulf of Mexico. That will move toward north central Florida later on today. Cloudy skies early highs in the upper 70s and later on in the afternoon and throughout the evening into the overnight. Rounds of heavier rain impacting our area moving from west to east across our area. Heavy rain rates and strong thunderstorms possible along the major coast tonight. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Eagle here from Thursday Night Football on Westwood One. Week six of the NFL season kicks off with primetime AFC West action from Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. The Chiefs have won four straight and hope to make it five against a struggling Denver Broncos team with Russell Wilson under center. Join me and Devin McCourty for the call on Thursday Night Football. Coverage starts Thursday night at 8, right here on WRUF. ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Well, normally we get with Max, but we can't get hold of him today. So we'll either get him later or another day. That opens up time for you. All right. Let me ask this question. It's midweek. Friday, we'll get your actual prediction. But how confident are you in Florida winning at South Carolina Saturday? Scale of 1 to 10. Obviously, 10, you're supremely confident, and one, uh, not so much. Okay? I'd like to know that. I'm just curious as to what you think. 3928255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. We're going to talk to Union County football coach Andrew Thomas, to Newberry football coach Edward Johnson uh, later on in the program, and we've got some Good guests coming on for uh, the rest of the week at all. Come on, people. Are you kidding me? This should be easy to do. Um, I will tell you this. If you look at the numbers 
And they can certainly lie because a lot of times uh, when you look at stuff, um, it's sometimes who you played or you played the toughest part of your schedule uh, early on here. Um, But it is interesting to see where South Carolina ranks in a lot of categories. Last in scoring offense, along with Florida, at 27 points a game. Next to last in total defense. Uh, I'll go on later on. Let's get on the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Woody, hello. Yeah, hey, Steve. Uh, first of all, I'm sad to hear about Barry Melrose as well. You know, um, I'm not a huge hockey fan, but he's my guy. You know, not just because he's on your show, but I like seeing him when, uh, you know, playoff time comes around and, and or the game of the week comes around, and I like to see him doing pregame shows and stuff. And you got to love a guy who's at least 60 years old, which is how old I almost am, and uh, still wearing a mullet. You know, guy, he just <laughs> is who he is. Yeah, you he know is. what I mean? He, he, he was himself. He had his own, his own lingo sometimes, uh, passionate. Uh, I learned stuff. You know, I like that. It's like listening to Nick Belmonte, uh, you know, doing a baseball game. I learn stuff. Catch the ball with the bat. That's that's what I always say when I see guys bunt incorrectly because of Nick Belmonte. Well, Barry Melrose is like that for me, too. So that's kind of a bummer. I, I wish him well. I hope this isn't the end of his career completely. You know, we'll see. But uh, he's my guy. He's kind of like uh, like a Kurt Gowdy, you know, a guy I grew kind of grew up with. Yep. I was obviously – um, I was obviously an adult when I got introduced to him, but I'm talking about grew up with in terms of my hockey education. Gotcha. So your, your question about uh, confidence with Florida going into uh, South Carolina on Saturday, um, I'd kind of put myself in the middle because I look at this as a coin flip game. Uh, I'm fairly confident that Florida can play a good competitive game. I am not all that confident that they're going to go there and win. Why? I think they're one in eight on the road, one in six on the road, something like that with Coach Napier. Uh, the two road games they played this year, they made enough mistakes to lose the game. Uh, so we'll see. But in order to finish out the season uh, and make a bowl, they're going to have to play better than they've been playing. And this is one of those games where you definitely got a shot to win it's right there in front of you. Get after it. I don't care if you're you got ninety thousand screaming knuckleheads and a, and a rooster crow in every ten seconds. Get after it every play, and I think they can win. But I'm not all that confident. I put me at about a five. A five. Okay. All right. Thank you, Woody. Appreciate the call, Tony. Welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve. What's up, man? Hey. Um, I'll be honest with you. When I news this morning that I read it on my Twitter feed. Uh, your show and the appearances on your show was the first thing that came to my mind, Steve, when I saw that about Barry. Um, a very unfortunate news. I had a father-in-law who had Parkinson's. They've had a lot of advancements medical-wise, so uh, I got feeling he's going to do okay, man. So thoughts and prayers with him and his family, man. Um, Steve, as far as the question goes, uh, kind of like that last caller, man, it's just because it's a road game really, right? I mean, you can't be too confident because it's a road game. Um, if you look at the numbers as far as Gators' offense, defense against South Carolina's offense, defense, the Gators should be a favorite by uh, quite a bit, actually, probably by four, five, six points, really. But uh, it's a road game. 
So uh, my confidence level would probably be 4.5, not even out of 5. 4.5, I like it. like a coin flip, right? Okay, I like 4. it. 4.5, it's a little bit below a coin flip, Steve. <laughs> so uh, we'll see what happens, man. Hopefully they handle the uh, road environment better and they don't hurt themselves and the South Carolina beats us because of Rattler. It's the Spencer Rattler team, Steve. He, he is the entire team. Without him, I don't think they win two games all year. So uh, we'll just see how it goes, Steve. Hopefully they put up a good showing. All right, Tony. All right, buddy. Appreciate you. Thank okay. you. Uh, South Carolina runs the ball for 87 yards a game. That's it. That's dead last in the league. 87 yards. Florida, by contrast, 153. So I can certainly understand why Todd Ellis says what he says about slowing down Florida's run game. They are next to last, South Carolina is. Uh, I mentioned in total defense. There's a lot of places where they are not doing well. Um, I mentioned the run, and against the run, only Vanderbilt and LSU are worse. So that may be a key area. They give up 141 a game, and Florida runs for 150 and change a game. I think that's where this game is going to be won and lost. I really do. Barring turnovers, something crazy like that, they do throw it pretty good, 312 yards a game. Only Missouri, LSU, and Georgia are better. And let me just say something about Georgia, okay? For some reason, maybe because of what we saw early on, you know, Carson Beck from Georgia was sort of a, you know, game manager. He's completed 72% of his passes. Pretty good, right? Mertz averages 8.28 yards an attempt. Beck averages 9.4. And I'm just going to tell you this. If you look down the league where Florida doesn't throw the ball downfield, Florida doesn't, okay? Part of what you have to take into account here is yak yards after catch. If I throw the ball to the flat and I got great blocking on the edge and I gain 20 yards, do you care how that 20 yards is attained? You shouldn't. The bottom line is you attained it. And so I always go into the numbers. So Florida averages 8.28 yards per attempt passing. More than Tennessee. Tennessee averages 7. More than Mississippi State. More than Kentucky, but everybody's more than Kentucky. More than Auburn. More than Vanderbilt. So Florida is not, you know who leads? LSU, you make sense. But they average 10 yards a throw. Florida averages 8. I'm just, now, is LSU's attack more dynamic? Yes. Is it more downfield? Yes. I get it. But when you're talking about result, there it is. And again, 
Florida's completing almost 80% of its passes. That's ridiculous. I don't care if playing Pop Warner. That's 80%, 79.5%. And South Carolina's number two at 72.5%. Kentucky is last, 54%. I'm just telling you, sometimes you can make numbers say what you want. But I'm Patrick says he is at a typical Patrick answer. Three point three. Not three point five or three but three point three is his confidence level. Three point three. I'm a little bit shocked that more people don't have an opinion here. Twelve forty three, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Izzy McGarvey. Tonight in the Twin City, Minnesota hosts Houston for the fourth game of the American League Division Series. The Astros lead 2-1, so the Twins must win to keep their World Series dreams alive. Tune in at 6.30 for live coverage. The first exhibition match of Florida softball season with St. Leo has been canceled due to bad weather today. The Gators and Lions will make up the match on October 19th. Gators soccer travels to play the SEC-leading 10th-ranked Razorbacks in Fayetteville, Arkansas tomorrow evening. Florida will try for an upset win, which would be its sixth win of the season and second in the SEC. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Izzy McGarvey. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Road River Boys Ranch is located in Palatka. If you don't know anything about it, I ask you to Google and find out more about this terrific State of Florida charity. It does really good work. Again, all you have to do is Google Boys Ranch Palatka, or you can go to rbr.org to learn more. But I'll tell you a little bit about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Been around for a while. And they take your unused or unwanted vehicles, and kids from difficult home environments are there. They take these vehicles, fix them, repair them, sell them. This is how they learn real-life skills. And it turns troubled lives into ones that are promising lives. And that is something I think anybody can certainly relate to. And don't forget... If you have an unused or unwanted vehicle, it is a tax-deductible do- tax donation of that vehicle <clears throat> that you can give to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. So, again, to find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palaka or go to rbr.org. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. 
Your home is full of potential, and small changes can make a huge difference. So make your list, pick your designs, and when you're ready to make that potential come to life, rely on Radiant Credit Union to help you get there. A home equity line of credit from Radiant can give you the funds for a home refresh, upgrade to your appliances, or whatever you want to do. Plus, Radiant's special intro rate makes it even more affordable. Visit RadiantCU.org slash potential to apply today. Federally insured by NCUA. When you're in town either before or after the game and you've got an appetite, you need to get over to Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries just blocks from the stadium. Hey, it's Steve Russell. If you haven't eaten one of their Florida-raised beef burgers, you're missing out. Try their juicy chicken burger with fresh hot fries and a hand-spun milkshake as well. They also have salads and vegan options. Dick Mondell's knows better ingredients make better meals. You'll taste the difference. Walk up, drive through, or order ahead online. Open seven days a week, Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Hurricane season is here, and now is the time to make a plan and secure your home. Take inventory of your home's hurricane preparedness kit. Don't forget about your pets. Even if you evacuate, secure your home's windows and doors from the storm. Being prepared helps protect your family and home. This hurricane season, don't delay. Make a plan today. Know your zone. Know your home. Learn more at floridadisaster.org. This message is sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency Management. Florida Association of Broadcasters on this radio station. HCA Florida Silver Springs Emergency, located at 36th Avenue and Silver Springs Boulevard, is now open 24-7. Visit HCAFloridaHealthcare.com to learn more. This emergency department is part of HCA Florida Ocala Hospital. This is not an urgent care center. Its services are billed at hospital rates. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden. You are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Big high school football game coming up this weekend when... Andrew Thomas's Union County Tigers face Cornelius Ingram's Hawthorne Hornets, and here is Coach Thomas to talk with us about that game and his team. Andrew, thank you for doing this. Um, looking at your schedule uh, and your results, I, I don't think you've scored anything less than 21 or so points, so offensively, have you been pleased? Yeah, we, I mean, we have for the most part. We've, we've been without one of our key weapons, really, since um, played in the first game and got injured in the second game. Um, when we had to go to Walton County. And uh, he doesn't go down in that game. It's probably a different story. I mean, we still we had that game kind of in our hands and needed to basically needed to finish a drive with two minutes to go and got stopped inside our 20 and allowed them to go 80-plus on a big play mainly. But, um, you know, that, that, that's been a little bit of issue for us offensively. But, you know, we've we've played a couple really good teams, and and we've had success moving the ball. We've just some little mistakes here and there, and in, in a couple of those games, use the difference. I mean, we could easily be five and zero right now. You yeah. look at the two teams that beat us, and I mean, Walton County, I think, is number two two S right now, and we were on the road and lost that in double overtime. Um, you know, had a chance where we missed a field goal too, um, twenty yarder. We win that game, um, and then we lost to uh, Orlando Christian Prep, who's one of the top one metro schools in the state and again i mean we're we're several plays that we don't make in that game that in and we gave them i think nine points off turnovers and we lost by one so um we eliminate some of that stuff and 
you know, it's it's kind of a different ball game as far as where we're at record wise and that goes. But I'm pleased with our team right now as far as I mean, we I feel like we're we're a pretty good football team. Um and uh you know, just had 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 to deal with some injuries early, especially a couple key guys. So that that's been something we've had to fight through and as a small school, you know, that's tough at times. Yeah, you get you get Hawthorne. Uh, that's going to be wonderful because they're two really good teams going at it. What do you see with CI's team this year? Well, they're I mean they're they're the most talented team in our classification. When you look at at just athletes and and the ability to make plays on both sides of the ball, I mean they got talent everywhere. Um, extremely fast, uh, both sides. Um, I mean, they, they really, their, their programs, they're, they win off defense. I mean, that, that's, they, they've been great on defense, uh, for, for quite a while now. Not, not many people score on them and it's, it's tough to, uh, to score on them. And, you know, that's, uh, they, they got playmakers offensively too. And it seemed like they're, they're a little bit more dynamic. I feel like this year offensively than, um, than maybe they've been the last year or two and, um, I know they got some new faces offensively, and it's made a difference for them. I know, uh, if, you know, you, the record, but you mentioned how well you have played. Has there been any part of your either offense or defense, whatever, Andrew, that's been a surprise that where you maybe thought you were a little better than maybe much you thought you might be at the start of the season? Not necessarily. I mean, we we've had to uh, we had to replace nine starters. Wow, uh, for one. So, yeah, there's nine starters we lost off of last year's team. Um, so, a lot of new, a lot of a lot of guys that you know, all, all of them through our system that's come up. So, it, you know, they they understand what we do. But you know, first time under the lights, and and then like I said, had had some key guys get hurt. That's kind of you know, one of them being a running back. So that that's allowed other guys to step up uh, and get some opportunities. So, we've probably the biggest surprise is. is how many people I've had to try and rely on um, offensively than we probably thought going into it. But, you know, hopefully as, as the season carries on, as we get into the playoffs and stuff, that experience is going to pay off and help us out for those guys getting those opportunities. Last question. You've had a terrific program there, Andrew, and I think the expectation in the community with you, with your kids, it is to be a playoff team. Doesn't that – uh, reap benefits because the younger players who've seen the older players do well doesn't the success sort of build on a success it does it does and i mean we're you know in this day in florida high school football a lot of programs it's it's not necessarily their community kids and for us it's, we're about, about all our kids are union county kids so um younger kids seeing the success in our middle school program and all you know, it's key for for them to keep wanting to play because there's kind of a and a whole other subject, but there's kind of a battle with football right now in, in general as far as uh, participation and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, it, it's good for our community, and there is a lot of pressure here to to be successful. And um, but you know, we we thrive on that. We want the we want those expectations, and um, our kids expect that as well. So. Um, you know, great place around here. Great community. Loves football. Last, I don't know if I've ever asked you this, Andrew. The times we've been we've talked, because you kind of mentioned in, in a backdoor way about you know high school football today, and that certainly includes being able to transfer. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of that, but I mean the, the rules are the rules. 
Are you are you a fan of that? You know, we've we've all I'll start with this. We've all benefited from kids that have that have transferred. Um, you know, and, and I have I have two kids out of out of fifty something that, that aren't from around here that have that have come in. Um, neither one of those kids are even starters for us, but um I, I in the long run, no. I don't think it's good for high school football. I don't think it's good for development of kids. Um, you know, obviously it's it's leaked into the NCAA and what they have to do. Um, you know, kids kids can you know, just in general can run away from adversity. And, um, you know, that's the biggest thing I see. Is, is there benefits to it? You know, personally for some kids, you know, of course there is. But as a whole for the sport, and especially when we look at, at small town rural football, I don't think it's good at all. Always appreciate your time, Andrew. Good luck against Hawthorne. Should be a heck of a game. Thank you. All right, thank you. You got it, Coach. Andrew Thomas, always enjoy talking to him. He's done a terrific job at Union County. Uh, okay, rest of the hour is us. At the start of the next hour, Newberry's coach, Edward Johnson, is going to join us. And then uh, they take on Eastside. And uh, by the way, I hope somebody is listening that will help me with this. And when I do this, I'm not hating. But, you know, I have a soft spot in my heart, both for Eastside and Newberry, because I coached there uh, back in the day. And I have tried like the devil to get Coach Hoskins on here, and it just hasn't worked out. So if anybody knows him, I've texted him and tried to get him here because I think he's done a terrific job with the Rams. Um, hope we can find a way to get him here because um, he deserves that. And, you know, a lot of the coaches here take the time to come on, and sometimes they're teaching. And I, that's part of it, too, that, you know, when I'm on the air, they may be teaching a class or you know, they got lunch or whatever it is. Art says... Remember listening to sports scene in the 90s with Larry? Can't remember who was before him. Nobody. It's just been Larry and me. Do you know and can you tell me, after all these years doing what you do, are you, pl- are you planning to retire anytime soon? And who would be next in line to take over WYF or sports scene? Um, um, I don't know. I mean, look, at some point I would be lying to you if I said, it hasn't crossed my mind. You know, I've done this for 25 years. I still enjoy it. Uh, but I think there's a time when you kind of know it, it's time for somebody else to do it. Uh, I don't think I'm there yet. Um, but, yeah. Um, and then he says, I don't know who you mean or about the person you're mentioning at TV20, I have no idea who that is. I don't recognize the name at all. Um, so I guess if, I, if that is really his name, I don't know who that is. Um, and by the way, congratulations going out to Ernest Graham and Joe Hayden. They're going to be inducted into the Florida Georgia Hall of Fame as part of Florida Georgia Weekend. So uh, Ernest Graham's kid we're making an impact here, too. Uh, BB says, sorry about Barry. Grandmother had Parkinson's. I understand there are now some new treatments showing promise. There are. 
Um, his is a solid 5.013. Yeah, okay, as far as his confidence level. Mostly a toss-up game, he says. Can our guys have not a fast start, just not a disastrous start? Who makes the fewest mistakes from there? said, who are your current top four college football teams in the country? In some order, uh, until Georgia gets knocked off, they've got to be number one. Um, I think Oklahoma's in there now. I think Michigan's in there now. And I don't know who the fourth one is. I think those are my clear top three. And current top four NFL teams, well, the 49ers, certainly. Um, the Eagles, certainly. Those are clearly one and two. I don't know uh, who I'd really rank three and four at this point. Uh, I think the Dolphins are terrific offensively. Um, Not so sure uh, what they are defensively, but I'm tempted uh, to put the Dolphins in there in the top four. Uh, Boy, after that, I couldn't tell you. The Chiefs, I guess. Chiefs. Hour two coming up. Stay with us because they're four and one. ESPN 981 FM 251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. At the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, there's always excitement around football, family, and the first hint of the fall season. Family owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets, and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville. Or visit woodstoveflorida.com. Attention Florida drivers, October is National Pedestrian Safety Month, and we want to remind you that staying safe is a shared responsibility between you and pedestrians. Last year in Florida, there were over 10,000 pedestrian-related crashes. As a driver, be extra cautious and look out for pedestrians at all times. Slow down and yield to pedestrians in crosswalks. Failure to yield can result in a fine and three points on your license. Remember, safety starts with you. This message is brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Vehicles. Get ready for game day, Gator Nation. Join your fellow UF Alumni Association members and friends to cheer on the orange and blue before each Gator home game at the Gator Nation tailgates. Sponsored by Benefit Hub. Located at Emerson Alumni Hall. Directly across the street from the swamp, you'll have a prime view of Gator Walk. Live music, games, and all kinds of family-friendly fun. Featuring barbecue and drinks for purchase from Mojo's Hogtown and exclusive Gator gear from the UF Bookstore. Learn more and become a member today at ufalumni.ufl.edu. Go Gators! After a storm, unlicensed contractors prey on homeowners. Always hire a contractor with a state-issued license. Verify if your contractor is state-licensed at MyFloridaLicense.com. I was speaking to somebody in the golf industry. He works for another company other than the one I represent, PXG. And he said, do you really like the clubs? 
I said, I love the clubs. They said, why? I said, well, you go in for the fitting, and it's about two and a half hours. They take you through all the clubs, and they're so knowledgeable. And you get to see all the data there, and they're not trying to change your swing. They're trying to get clubs that adapt to your swing. Right now, you can get a club fitting at PXG. This month, the fittings are $25. PXG fittings, one-on-one, data-driven, totally focused on making sure your clubs deliver maximum distance and accuracy. Beginner, scratch golfer, somewhere in between, PXG. Get clubs that are fitted to you and your swing. Right now, a 30-day follow-up will ensure that the fit is great. Visit pxg.com, learn more, find the closest location, and enjoy a fitting experience just like I did. PXG. Nobody makes or fits golf clubs the way we do, period. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Wednesday Finally, going to get some rain. Been dry here lately, but be careful because there may be some severe stuff coming. So, you know, give yourself some extra time going where you're going to. Uh, Bennett is our producer today, and uh, we're going to finish our interviews off by talking to Newberry football coach Edward Johnson. Uh, the Panthers will take on, I think, Eastside this weekend. Coach, good to have you back. How are you? I'm doing well. I appreciate you having me. Anytime, Edward. Uh, you lost a tough one last week. You've been very competitive, though. So since the last time we talked, Coach, tell me where your program is. What are you pleased with? Uh, you know, we're sitting 4-2 and two right now. Uh, like you said, we lost two games to the top two teams in the state uh, in our class. Um, you know, but, you know, we, we know we got a lot of work to do. Um, but I, I'm, I'm pleased right now with our fight. Um, our, our commitment to getting better every single day, and you know, we're just going to try to keep that going. Where do you think you've gotten better the most from the start of the year to now? I think the biggest improvement is our O line up front right now. Um, I think you know those five guys, you know, six we throw our tight end in there. Um, they've been doing a really good job of opening up lanes, and you know, our running game is starting to you know get the benefits. What do you see with East Side? Well, Coach Team, uh, I think Coach Austin is doing a great job over there. Um, you know, they're athletic. they got a quarterback that can really spin it. Um, so, you know, we're going to have our hands full. Uh, we got to contain the athletes and not give up big plays. Uh, when you put together a schedule, I, I'm doing this mostly for people who are listening because obviously, you know, there are teams you, you know, have to play or whatever. But when you go into making a schedule, Edward, what are some of the things that you do to put it in place and your thought process in doing it? Uh, a lot of it is, you know, since you've gone to the, the point rankings uh, with, with the state, so you got to find quality opponents. Uh, you got to find guys that are going to, you know, have good records because it will come back to, you know, help you or hurt you uh, at the end of the year. And, then, you know, we're big on keeping our rivalry games uh, going. And, you know, we always want to challenge ourselves because we know, you know, one-hour football and then the playoffs is going to be tough. Speaking of that, you know, when you talk about a school that's, you know, one-hour, there's a lot of schools that, you know, you, Union County, Hawthorne, right, who who have really good teams in small communities. And having coached middle school some, isn't that part of, 
how a team, how a school can stay successful by you know having those kids come up, knowing your system, and then knowing it when you get to that level. Yeah, that is that is a big benefit if you can you know keep your local kids local and you know have them brought up in your your scheme and your your technology uh, your technical terms and you know you can keep them in there. That's definitely how you build a program. One of the things I think that's interesting. Uh, for those who don't know, Travis McGriff is on the staff. His son plays quarterback. What have you seen in his development? Kill's getting better week by week. I think, you know, there's been, you know, some maturation from last year to this year. He, he's making better decisions with the ball. Um, you know, he's a heck of an athlete, man. You know, I think, you know, he's one of the best athletes on the field every time we play. Um, so I'm excited to just see him keep growing. Uh, you know, we got a lot of weapons around him. So he's just got to, you know, uh, spread out the ball and make good plays. Last thing I want to ask you about your defense. Uh, pleased in that regard? Yeah, I think, you know, outside of one drive uh, last Friday night, um, I think our defense has been playing really, really well. Um, our front seven is really, really tough to block. Um, they've been doing well. And um, very, very pleased with how our defense is playing. You know, we gotta we got to be able to finish games more um, and definitely eliminate the big plays. I did think of one more thing. Coming off a game like you had last week when, you know, it was tough. You, you had him and then just at the very end it got away. Sometimes it takes a while for kids or a team to rebound. Have you seen any hangover from that? Have you been pleased with practices to this point? Yeah, that's something we definitely talked about Friday night was, you know, not allowing that one loss to turn into two. Um, being able to shake it. It's a 24-hour rule whether we win or lose, right? we got to move on to the next one because um, that's the most important game for us. So I'm pleased with how our kids have bounced back. You know, two good days of practice so far. Um, they seem to be focused on east side and, you know, learning you're learning lessons from last Friday night. Yep, uh, how well said. 24-hour rule, I love it. And that's, that's the way it is. <laughs> Edward, always appreciate you. Good luck against the Rams this weekend. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you. I appreciate you. Go Panthers. Yep. Thank you, Coach. Uh, again, I got a little special place there because I coach baseball there. Um, Edward Johnson, the coach at Newberry. Now, uh, the rest of the day, it's us, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. How confident are you in Florida beating South Carolina? One, you're not going to win at all. Or 10, South Carolina has no chance or somewhere in between. I think that Gator fans are just scared to death of this game. Scared to death. And think about it. You would think, after pasting them here last year, that you maybe would be a little more confident, but I also understand the road question. Okay, Art asked about Hubert Mizell at TV20. Yes, uh, uh, the late Hubert Mizell uh, became a friend later uh, in in his career and in my career. Uh, we often sat together at Gator basketball games. Good guy. Um, as a matter of fact, at TV20, uh, my Russell report was preceded by the Mizell Minute. So, Hubert was a good guy and uh, a newspaper guy back when newspapers were, you know, a big deal. Um, and uh, good guy. Let's get to Byron here. Byron, hello. 
Hey, Steve. Steve, I always call when I hear your name and Larry Vettel, and and you just brought up uh, some other guys, and I bring up Otis, you know, Boggs, and and Steve, you know, Wayne was on the station back in the days in the Starbridge with the gospel, but but I love your station, the the style, your man, and and let's go to sports. Steve, Jacksonville ended this weekend, uh, Richardson down, man. I, I I told you earlier, I'm scared of Minshew. And uh, that team is still good. They, Richardson ain't the reason they three and two, but I love him. But India's a good team, so I hope the Jags can pull that out. But the NFL is getting interesting. Secondly, Steve, on the east side of the story you was bringing up and stuff, I, I'm so glad you said that. I hope you come on there. I shout out to them. I went to the Bradford game, and shout out to Bradford, man. Uh, Bradford Stark got a great team, good high school football. Hey, Steve, I like to say. Again, shout-out to the coaches and you and all you guys, man, that help change our lives. Man, people don't realize what they do, what sports does for these young kids. It keep us – well, keep people out of trouble. Let's just say that, Steve. And last, the Gators, man, Steve, I, I, we should be 6-0. and I told you we're going undefeated, but I'm going to settle with 4-2, and but I'm, I'm happy where we at. Uh, go up to hey, South Carolina, punch them in the mouth quick, man, and, and put them down, Gators. Go Gators! Thank you, Steve. Myron, thank you. Todd says, prior to Napier, my confidence level in a road victory at South Carolina would easily be a 6 or a 7. Under Napier, our road record is horrible. Even if Florida played according to the 150 run yards a game and South Carolina 140 run yards given, I don't feel like we get enough quarterback pressure to disrupt Rattler and dictate the pace. If that does happen, Florida's in trouble. I'm telling you, Florida's in trouble because Rattler is really good, even under pressure. If he's given time, uh, his confidence level is a four. He hopes he's wrong. Florida can take care of business to get that fifth win. I just wouldn't bet on it for a road game. What defensive scheme would you play with Rattler being the spark plug of that team? Three, four, four, three, five, two. Uh, I would mix it up. Now, part of that is is down in distance, Todd, right? You you play different coverages, different schemes. You know, second and three as opposed to second and 12 might be a different, you know, defensive scheme. But I think you've got to give him different looks. You, you just can't sit back there in a zone or sit back there and play man because I think he'll eat that up. So, but I do think, you know, quarterback pressure and – these two teams are last in the league in sacks. They both have nine. So getting to the quarterback has not been some. Now, think about it. With Florida, they get rid of the ball pretty quickly most of the time. And that is an advantage. It helps to get rid of the ball. But there's, I mean, every game is a chess match. But in this one, uh, I think there's more chess matches than normal. I think it's really, really fun to see where this goes. Victor says Florida passed for 300-plus yards against Utah when they couldn't run. If not for penalties, could have won that game. They had 500 yards of offense Saturday and three passing touchdowns. What's the problem? No 50-yard pass? How'd that work for Milton at Tennessee earlier in the swamp? I don't care how, Win. Yeah, well, Victor, I think that I think a lot of Gator fans would agree with that. One fourteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. I where are you people? 
What's wrong with you people? Tell me your confidence level here going into this game. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Major Carmona. The Florida soccer team will visit number 10 Arkansas Thursday at 7. The Gators are coming off their 7th shutout of the season after a 0-0 tie against Georgia. The Blue and Orange will look to get back on the win column. In the majors, the Atlanta Braves will face the Philadelphia Phillies for Game 3 of the NLDS. The Braves defeated the Phillies at home 5-4 on Monday to even the series 1-1. Both teams will be fighting to take a 2-1 lead in the series. The Houston Astros will take on the Minnesota Twins today at 7 for Game 4 of the ALDS. The Astros defeated the Twins in dominating fashion 9-1 in Game 3 Tuesday. The Astros will look to put the series away tonight and advance to the ALCS. You can tune into live coverage here at 6.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Major Carmona. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. So you're looking for a vehicle. You're looking for a new car. And there's nothing wrong with buying a brand new vehicle. But there are advantages to purchasing a used vehicle, especially if you get it from the place I purchased my vehicles for years. That place? Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th, 39th Avenue. Why Southeast Car Agency? Lots of reasons. It starts with the vehicles themselves. The Cousins families run that business for 40-plus years, and they do a great job of providing you a wide selection of vehicles to choose from, different price points, different makes and models, so you get the best selection. And their sales staff never hard sell you, they work with you to make sure you can test drive the vehicles you want to test drive, and they leave you alone and let you make up your own mind. Go to secars.com. You can see what vehicles are there, and you can go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, and you can test drive them, eyeball them for yourself, and check them out. But one thing you must do when you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. When Daphne and I got married, and I've had so many problems with my teeth over the years, she just guided me right in here, and, and uh, they are truly wonderful. There was absolutely no one else to go to but Exceptional Dentistry for him. No one else. Since I had had my teeth worked on in so many different places in the world and so many things done, I had about two-thirds of my teeth were bad. Plus, I had a couple plates, so he removed all my teeth and put in implants. So, brand new again. This is, this is more like having my teeth back again. It, life is pretty normal. They're the best. That's it. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. 
The future of joint pain relief is here. It's QC Kinetics, advanced regenerative medicine. Amazing stuff. Hey, it's Steve Russell. If you've been told more steroids or surgery are your only options, don't be so fast. Get a second opinion and learn more about how you can harness your body's own healing agents to attack that joint pain. And I'm talking lasting relief. QC Kinetics doesn't mask the pain. These treatments go to the very root of the problem using concentrated healing properties placed directly in your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue. Imagine living your life this fall with no more pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back with no drugs, downtime, or surgery. Listen, life's about motion, and QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. Whether the game is home or away, Gator fans have been going places. Take your Gator pride everywhere with UF's newly designed license plate. Your plate purchase supports UF and first-generation student scholarships. And don't forget, Florida residents can collect a $25 Gator plate rebate. Visit ufplates.com to learn more. Upgrade to a UF specialty plate today. And remember, wherever you go, go Gators! The head ball coach scores again. Steve Spurrier's head beer coach, 1966 American Lager, is now available everywhere at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Smooth and refreshing with just enough of a crisp finish. Also available at most places you buy beer. If you don't see it, ask for it. A beer made by Gators for Gators. Make a great play and enjoy a cold one today. Steve Spurrier's head beer coach, 1966 American Lager. Please drink responsibly. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 a.m. WRUF. We are back. A lot of people today, it's interesting, more people today have commented or responded about Barry Melrose than Gator football. Wow. Ronnie says his confidence level is a four until the Gators can show they can get it done on the road. Darren says, a longtime listener and not, he said, well, wasn't a big hockey fan Listening to your interviews with Barry always enlightened me and made the game easier and better to watch for me. My dad's had Parkinson's for over 40 years, so I do understand how communicating becomes difficult. My father and I text or message each other. He can't speak very clearly anymore, so texting is better. Um, And he says, reach out to Barry by text. I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. He may know who you can call to get on your show. Um... That will be done this afternoon. He says his confidence level is 7.5. How about that? He said, we have the team, uh, but who will show up? Kenny says, it's a pretty sad feeling for those who have lost, who have the lost demeanor going into the weekend expecting to lose. Yet we want our players fired up, ready to go, and they hear a fan base with such negativity. Shameful. 
I give the Gators an eight this weekend. We have a much better defense from last year. They've lost a few keys on their offense. Well, our offense has certainly performed more consistently overall this year. He's at an eight and driving the eight hours to see the game. Can he be safe? Columbia is a good place, too, to go. Uh, Good place to see a game. Uh, Let's see here. Somebody asked what happened with Barry. Uh, Barry Melrose was announced would not be returning to ESPN after almost 30 years of being on the air covering the National Hockey League because he has Parkinson's. So uh, he did something on Twitter uh, wishing, uh, giving people a shout-out, but I will miss talking to him. I, 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 I truly will. If, if you ask, yeah, I get asked this a lot, uh, you know, who, who my favorite interviews have been, he's one of them. He's in the top seven or eight because I had him on. It wasn't a one-off. I had him on several times, but it was always fun talking to him. Uh, Richard, welcome to the show. Steve, uh, my confidence is minus two. Wow. Okay. I'd love to say zero. I'd love to say zero, but, I mean, the way the world's going, you know, things uh, things are crazy. So, yeah, I, I'm expecting whatever, you know. Tell me why. Well, we haven't won anything on the road, and we're going on the road. It's a hostile environment, and, uh, you know, I'll be pulling for him, that's for sure. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean, look, I think what is in the back of people's minds here, understandably so, is that Billy Napier has not done well on the road in his tenure here. That speaks for itself in terms of the record, okay? But if you if you took that out, you're playing a South Carolina team that's two and three, that has not done a lot of great things early on. I know it's a different team. It's a team you pasted here a year ago, but I get it. You know, for some people, he's got to prove they can win on the road. I understand it. Steve, let me ask you now. Shane was throwing, uh, throw, talking about throwing deep, throwing deep, like mm-hmm. ten times. Yep. Does that increase the risk of interceptions? I mean, are most interceptions short passes, medium passes, or long, long, where the ball's in the air more? I don't have a statistic to throw at you, Richard, but my instinct tells me the majority of them are uh, short to medium range throws. Because think about it, when you throw deep, a there usually isn't as much traffic. B, if you do throw a pick and it's deep, all right, it's like a punt. And some good things can happen if you throw a ball deep pass interference. So I get, and, and Shane comes from that. I mean, wherever, wherever you're rooted from, that if you've had success with it, that's what you kind of want to see. If Shane came from a pound-and-ground offense, he might say, I love what Florida's doing. I love the emphasis on the run. But I understand why some fans want deeper shots. I don't care if the ball's to the side or not. It's results that matter to me. You know, I have to say, I think Shane is a brilliant analyst. And uh, I really enjoy listening to him. And you, too, of course. I yeah, really no, do. but look, thank you. Shane, oh, thank you. Shane quarterback at the NFL level, man. He knows way more than me. And that's why he's here. And that's why... 
you know, we've been friends all these years because, you know, I, he helped me coach when his son was quarterbacking on my middle school team, and we've been friends a long time, and it's – he's but, yeah, I mean, he sees things I'll never see. Uh, Bernard, hello. Hey, Steve, I found a five or six. It should be higher than that, Steve, but – it's hard, though. I mean, I'd be happy if we win 3-2, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, it's just tough on what we've seen. It, you know, we, you, we play Kentucky in the first series we have. Uh, Montreal Johnson goes down the sideline for 15 yards. They call it back. Khalil Jackson gets a holding penalty. Based on the metrics going into this game, Florida should probably win by a couple of touchdowns. I think Florida is much more talented than South Carolina. I just think it's a mindset. Billy said was scared money don't make no money. I think, you know, Spurry was kind of, they called cocky, confident, arrogant, but I thought his team fed off of that. It's like some coaches can infuse confidence into their team, into their player. See, we just need to be aggressive. I mean, when we go to South Carolina, we we don't need to wait for anything bad to happen. And, it, and it's almost, a, to me, a bad thing that South Carolina is so good against, so poor against the run. We, we need to run, but we need to mix it up. Maybe we need to use the pass to set up the run. I just think we need to be aggressive offensively and defensively. We need to try to get to the quarterback rally. We, 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 you know, we we need to play. I'll be happy, Steve, if we lose and we lose being aggressive. If we go down swinging and don't fall behind and be behind 17-3 at halftime. The last thing is this: they've had a week to prepare. Please don't let them get us a big play on us on special team. Even if we don't even put a man back there, Stephen, just play the defense on punt teams. And we we need to be on the lookout for the for special teams. Steve, you have a great day. Yep, Bernard. Right, thank you. I, I disagree though with being happy with losing and being aggressive. I'm never happy losing. If I if Florida runs the ball every play and wins, you ought to be happy. You ought to be happy. Because the bottom line is winning a game. That, that's, what it, that's what it is. Every game is different. So if they run the ball 50 times and throw it five and win the game, check next week. Swamp Train, hello. What's up, Steve? I ain't going to let you keep pushing me against the wall, Steve. I got to push you back, baby. Okay. It's, it's the Gators right here. We won't back down. From no fight. Tom Petty style. I like the Gators on the road right here, Steve. I see that uh, the, the head, the ball coach, Steve, he's trying to make some adjustments so that we can play on the road better. You know, I read some stuff online that he's trying to, you know, have them to sleep well tonight. And I don't know if the Gators flying out Thursday night or what, or it's Friday. I'm not in that loop to know that much. But uh, it seems like Billy's trying to make some changes right here. He should. I think as a coach, if if you have a system – and it isn't working, for whatever the reason, I think it's incumbent on the coach to look and see, can we change anything? Is there something we can do in our routine? Is there something we can do? Um, But that's what coaches get paid to do. So I'm with you. Uh, Shane mentioned yesterday they, they may go out a little bit earlier. You know, They may change the routine of what they do. It's worth a try, I think.
Yeah, I think so. So I think Billy up to something. I think uh, the loss up there in uh, Lexington, we kind of learned something from that, you know, as boys in orange and blue. So I, I think they're going to go on the road and play pretty good. If you can't beat – I ain't no disrespect to South Carolina, but if we can't beat South Carolina on the road, Steve, I think we, we're really behind in a program-wise with athletes than a lot of people think. But I think we get the job done right here, Steve. I'm I'm about a, I'm about a 10 right here, Steve. I ain't an 8. I ain't a 9. I'm a 10 right here. I'm with, I'm with my ball coach, Steve. If scared money don't make no money. Let's go get this W. Come on back to Gainesville celebrating. Let's uh, rest up and hey. Who knows what's going on in the back door in our backyard up in uh, Jacksonville, Steve. We might take on the Bulldogs right here. You never know. All right. Thanks, Juan Train. Appreciate you. 130, Tie Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Joe, get right to you. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Severe weather hits Gainesville. WRUF's Hurricane Storm Center is there for you. For the latest information regarding severe tropical weather, listen live, online, or on the WRUF radio app. For a complete rundown of hurricane emergency services and pre-storm preparedness, check out the WRUF Storm Center at WRUF.com. A courtesy of Caribbean Electric, Conrad Tree Service, and Radiant Credit Union. Can you imagine rising for work before the crack of dawn? Tending to hundreds of acres of land before dusk? Well, that's what happens on 47,000 Florida farms every day. Florida's farmers work hard to grow nutritious food for you and your family. And you can help support them by enjoying delicious, fresh-from-Florida produce. Look for the sunny, fresh-from-Florida logo where you shop or visit freshfromflorida.com to learn more. International Diamond Center's values are so compelling, it's not unusual to see people here that are not local. Every day, we have people that drive an hour, an hour and a half, even two hours. IDC owner Keith LeClaire. People are willing to drive because they've heard it's not a typical jewelry store. For example, did you know IDC has one of the largest selections of luxury pre-owned Rolexes in America? Thousands of hard-to-find Rolex watches, Submariners, Daytonas, Pepsis, Batmans, all in perfect condition. We scour the world to find only the most pristine, super clean watches. We only carry the creme de la creme. And like everything else at IDC, these watches are at a price that's guaranteed to give you maximum value. We price them to win the customer, not lose a customer. International Diamond Center. For pre-owned Rolexes, exquisite rare diamonds, premium designer jewelry, and exceptional white glove service. You're going to want to come to IDC. It's worth the drive. International Diamond Center in Celebration Point and online at shopidc.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Today we're launching an area low pressure over the Gulf of Mexico. That will move toward north central Florida later on today. Cloudy skies early, highs in the upper 70s. And later on in the afternoon and throughout the evening into the overnight, rounds of heavier rain impacting our area, moving from west to east across our area. Heavy rain rates and strong thunderstorms possible along the nature coast tonight. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This is the swap. No play action. Pocket closing. Back at the 15-yard line. Yes, sir. Florida hits the road to face the South Carolina Gamecocks. 15-10 to the house. Touchdown, Gators. 
Kickoff is set for 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 12.30 Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Central. Right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. No radio access? Don't worry. We have you covered. Listen to Gators play-by-play anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. We head down the home stretch of our show for today. Joe, welcome and thanks for waiting. Hi. Hey, thank you, Steve. I don't know if you've uh, mentioned anything lately about the uh, injury update on uh, ETN and Wilson and Barber. Uh, is there anything you've heard? Uh, that comes out comment? later today. Uh, uh, later. Yeah, okay. they always, on late on, at, I think it's after practice today, they put that out. And But remember, it's not, it's not anything specific. It'll go like Joe Smith, questionable, leg. So, I mean, you know, we saw last week questionable guys just didn't play. They do sometimes list definitely who's out, but that's gonna, that'll be released after practice today. All right, thank you. And, and on the confidence level, I'm about a five on the Gators. I'm hopeful, but you got to show me on the road. Gotcha. Appreciate you, Joe. All right, thank, thank you. you for, yes, sir. Thanks, Steve, do a great job. I appreciate it. Thank you. Mike says, uh, 75% confidence level. Better win this one. If not, we may not win another game with the upcoming schedule. Roger says, based on the body of work Napier's Gators have put on film, my confidence level is a four. This year's body of work on the road shows so many things that need to be corrected. I'm not sure we can get there in just one game. I hope I'm wrong. Joe says, Gators versus Chickens. After the road debacle at Vandy last year and the two road game debacles this year, my confidence level is one. I believe they have the talent and the ability, but they have to show me they can get the job done on the road. Uh, I'm not sure that the level is a one, but I do think what Joe said at the end is what a lot of Gator fans are thinking, which is I believe they have the talent and the ability, but they have to show me they can get the job done on the road. This is a Missouri game. Show me. Um, and look, do I think last year's game has any bearing on this? No, except to say that the ones who were here last year, no, they beat Carolina, even though it was here. Um, so I guess we'll find out. All right, got about uh, 20 minutes left today. If you're just tuning in, what is your confidence level going into uh, the game on Saturday? Don't forget tomorrow, get your questions and comments ready for the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly. He'll be here at approximately 1220. And then one of my favorite people on, on the face of the earth, Laura Rutledge, will join us at about 1245 to talk a little college and uh, pro football tomorrow. I actually saved three emails I got today about baseball. Here you go. One is from Bill. He said, what's your uh, your biggest surprise so far in the playoffs? Oof. I, I vacillate with this one. 
probably the fact that Texas swept Baltimore. Not that Texas beat them, but swept them. Um, so I would say that. Um, Joseph says, uh, I'm a big Braves fan. I'm a little leery of the Phillies. Should I be? Sure. You should be leery of anybody now. Somebody gets hot. Now look at Texas. They struggled at the end of the year. Houston struggled at the end of the year. Look what they're doing now. So, I mean, it might be two teams from the same division playing for the American League Championship. So, yeah. And the final one is uh, Warren. He said, Steve, I've never uh, emailed before. I listen a lot. I'm a big Yankee fan. I want to fire Aaron Boone. Should they? Oh, boy. Um, I can only tell you what Hal Steinbrenner said. Um, he said, possibly personnel changes, but possibly not personnel changes. I would think if they were going to fire Boone, they would have done it now to, you know, to get ready for new regime like the Mets did. They decided to fire Buck Showalter. Done. Let's go. And, Andrew, hang on just a second. Let me digress about the Mets because they're my team. And I suffer because they're my team. I told you at the beginning of the year that I was not confident at all in what the Mets had done, spending all that money, because they spent it on octogenarians. I'm kidding, but old people, right? Look what happened. So if they get, they're going to get a new GM, they're going to get a new manager, maybe they get off this and start not going after guys that are 100 years old. Instead, go after what the Braves have done locked up young talent that's there for a long time. That, I mean, the Mets have money, and I'm not saying don't get a 30-year-old who's good, but you can't, I mean, it's a one-year fix to get guys like Scherzer and those guys. So, anyway, I digress. Here's Andrew. Andrew, hello. Yes, Steve. Uh, boy, I can mirror those thoughts about the Mets. That front office, Seems like they, uh, well, there's just something different about them. Okay, confidence level going into this weekend. I'll give you a numeric on it. But first, I wanted to concentrate on if we need to not go off sides with that crowd. You know, I don't want to point anybody out, but there's somebody on that old line that likes to jump. Okay, that's as far as the offense. Defensively, until I see them come out, you know, really hyped up, really showing the emotional, uh, you know, body language. And I'm not being critical if they don't. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying that I like to see that because in years past, we've seen that with Gator defenses. Um, I would have to go into this one maybe about a two, Steve. Wow. Okay. And, and let me say something about what you brought up about the crowd and such. Gator fans take great pride in filling up the swamp like Tennessee and having their crowd 
affect the game. And yet, when the Gators go on the road, a lot of fans don't think that their crowd should affect the game. Florida shouldn't go offsides. But if a team goes offsides here, it's because of the crowd. Mm. It ain't easy winning on the road. It's no. not. No. Now, if you want to be successful, you have to. But I'm just saying it's not easy, and it's harder now than ever before because the league is better. It is. Mm. Yeah, there's, I think the fans are better, actually. But there's no, there's no <laughs> gimmies anymore. There, I mean, no. Mississippi State might be the worst team in the league, but can you guarantee going there you'd win the game? I don't think so. No. Right? I mean, Missouri no. is playing great right now, right? Now, that's we'll see. They play Kentucky this week. But, you know, going there, that won't be easy. That That's just where Florida is at this juncture. Yeah. Well, if we can quiet that cockadoodle do over there, I, I think my numeric will go up from there. But for right now, I'm not certainly not – uh, really confident we take control of that game until I actually see it, Steve. Okay, fair enough, Andrew. Have a good day. Okay, good. thank you. Um, Mike says, would you say Carolina is the easiest game left on the schedule? No. I think Arkansas here is. Because Arkansas is not that good, and it's here. It's here. So I would say Florida... If you if if Vegas had odds for the game, I think Florida's favored at home, whether a slight underdog on the road against Carolina. Peyton says confidence level from a neutral viewer is five. The fact that a victory over Vandy was celebrated as a revenge day and not just another win tells me where the program is now. Nebraska of the SEC. Ooh. Well, I look, I wouldn't go that far because Nebraska probably sunk to a lower point than Florida, but I get the point. You know, a once proud power struggling to, you know, refine we, we, we its, uh, its mojo. So, yeah. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up. Still time to hear from you. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Adrian Carmona. The Florida soccer team will visit number 10 Arkansas Thursday at 7. The Gators are coming off of their seventh shot of the season after 0-0 tying against Georgia. The Blue and Orange will look to get back on the win column. In the majors, the LA Dodgers will visit the Arizona Diamondbacks for Game 3 of the NLDS today at 9. Up 2-0 in the series, the Diamondbacks will look to put away the Dodgers and move on to the NLCS. The Dodgers hope to stay alive and avoid the series sweep. The Houston Astros will take on the Minnesota Twins today at 7 for Game 4 of the ALDS. The Astros defeated the Twins in dominating fashion 9-1 in Game 3 Tuesday. The Astros will look to put the series away tonight and advance to the ALCS. You can tune into live coverage here at 6.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Major Carmona. 
ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Hey, it's Steve Russell. You need to get over to Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries just blocks from the stadium. If you haven't eaten one of their Florida-raised beef burgers, you're missing out. Try their juicy chicken burger with fresh hot fries and a hand-spun milkshake as well. Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street, Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. I'm living the life that I lived before I started having knee pain 10 years ago. Meet Julie, a woman who makes the most of every moment in life. But over the last years, those moments were filled with agonizing pain until she discovered QC Kinetics. Finally, the pain got so bad that people... People around me are like, oh, when are you getting your knee replaced? I was walking, hobbling. I listened to my last QC Kinetics commercial and I said, I'm done. I got to find out about this. What Julie found out was QC Kinetics treats osteoarthritis with regenerative therapies, taking your body's own healing properties and concentrating them in the areas where you feel pain, helping heal and restore those damaged areas. No harmful steroids, surgery, or downtime. It changed how I'm living. I'm able to do the things that I wasn't able to do for a long time. Get back your life before the pain. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. When severe weather hits Gainesville, WRUF's Hurricane Storm Center is there for you. Information regarding severe tropical weather, listen live, online, or on the WRUF radio app. For a complete rundown of hurricane emergency services and pre-storm preparedness, check out the WRUF Storm Center at WRUF.com. A courtesy of Caribbean Electric, Conrad Tree Service, and Radiant Credit Union. The Mary Wise Show, Monday evenings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And that guy will be here tomorrow in studio at about 12.20. As will Laura Rutler's not in the studio, but she'll be here as a guest. Uh, Colonel Tom says, I don't have a clue as to how this team will perform Saturday. My questions, can the O-line protect Mertz, open holes for the running backs, can the D contain Rattler, not allow them to gash us running the ball? I'm not confident they can accomplish all four. Three of the four might be enough to be competitive or pull out a win. Last year is irrelevant. It's not the same team. Williams says, valid points on crowds, but the difference is the Swamp is 90,000 people. We're going into road environments like Utah and Kentucky with 50 or 60. You lose at Alabama and LSU on the road, fine, but those places are not in the same area code. John says, call me crazy if you like, but I'm very confident in a win. Merch has been great. Gator defense is miles better than last year's team, uh, so he is very confident. Uh, Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve, I wanted to agree with you with your comment last segment about SEC uh, just not getting any easier and maybe a question for you about FSU. All right. 
Uh, Steve, you know, if you go back to your grandfather's SEC, you can about chalk up four wins. Kentucky, Vanderbilt, and the Mississippi schools. Um, but if you back off and look at it, I think Vanderbilt's still Vanderbilt. Probably seeing some um, regression at Mississippi State to what they, they've usually been. But Stoops has proven to have a solid program at Kentucky, whatever you think about him. And as long as Kiffin's at Ole Miss, that's not a walk in the park. So I think the SEC is absolutely tougher now than it was in the Spurrier days. Yeah. I mean, look, Missouri, if you remember, when the SEC East was down, you know, pre-Kirby Smart and McIlwain here, McIlwain got to Atlanta. Missouri got to Atlanta a couple of times, and then they had a drop-off. So, yeah, I mean, you can't. Part of it is, if you're just looking at it through Florida eyes, part of it is where the skater program is, but it's tougher to win consistently in the league now because the rest of the league is better. I truly believe that. Yeah, and with the um, you know the expanded playoff, um, and I thought for a long time college football is turning into more and more like the NFL. I think the days of a ten and one season to have a good year is over. I mean, nine and three used to be looked at as kind of a ho hum year. I think in modern college football, nine and three is a good season. Well, we're going to see with Texas and Oklahoma coming here. You know what? You know what's going to happen as well. That's not going to make it any easier. All right, Steve. One more question for you here. With, with uh, Miami's been getting all the national attention, you're on top of the Florida beat, but um, Florida State's cruising right along. Uh, pretty good football being played in the ACC this year. Yep. Um, how, how do you see their uh, their path to the playoffs? Speaking of that, and regardless of how, let's say Florida throws up a seven and five, eight and four, ho hum type year, six and six, whatever. That Florida State game, and it is in, in Gainesville this year, right? It is. That shapes up as a huge game. If nothing else, Florida have a great chance at running Florida State season. Sure they would. And I don't care if Florida's two and eight. If you, if you get if you get a chance to beat a rival like that, because um, you never know what happens in rivalry games. But look, what FSU has done consistently this year is score. They've scored. 45, 66, I think 31 or 32, uh, and then uh, over 30 against Clemson and over 30 against Virginia Tech. So they can score. Now, who can score with them? That's where I think if you're Florida, you know, it, it may be tough because I'm not sure they can score with FSU if they stay in that range. Is Clemson out of it, Steve, you think, at this point? I know they got the redone ACC format. Do you think Clemson's done for? You mean done they're already for? out of the of the ACC? Do you think Florida State would have to see Clemson again? Uh, it's I, possible, it's right? Possible. It's possible. Mathematically, I think it is, but it'd be tough. Yeah, that, that would seem to be the only team that really has the horses. Louisville's playing good football, but I can't see Duke doing anything. But if Clemson was somehow weaseling that game, it's tough to beat a team twice, too. Yeah, well, and, and, yep. Thank you, Mike. Duke, uh, I believe, goes to Doak Campbell later on this month, and if their quarterback's healthy. Um, and look, you've got Miami, that, that's a rival game, even though it's in Tallahassee. Uh, but FSU's got a pretty good path to maybe, maybe um, running, running the table. We'll see. David, hello. Hey, Steve, thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, on the South Carolina game, I've got an if-then scenario. So if... Uh, Florida comes out. I mean, I think like most teams, uh, South Carolina's going to come out, stack the box, and, and try to stop the run on Florida. Um, so, if if Billy runs the same offense he's been running, and we run right into the teeth of it, then I have a zero on the confidence level. If he's made 
some changes and comes out and takes some shots down the field, opens it up, and lets, uh, you know, Graham Merckx turns it loose a little bit uh, and loosens that defense up and then starts running the ball. If he does that, then my confidence is a 10. I, I just don't get the shots down the field thing if what they're doing is successful. That I, I, You don't understand that? Go ahead. Sorry. Look, South Carolina against the run is second to worst in the league. Why wouldn't you run the ball? Uh, if you can. That's well, what I'm saying. But th- that's I'm my saying point. I don't think – okay. That's yeah, my point. Absolutely. And it doesn't mean – with you, Steve. It, it doesn't mean in this game, David, that because just because statistically South Carolina's bad, it doesn't mean Florida's going to waltz in there and run the ball. I, I get your point. So if that isn't the case, now what you're saying, okay, what does Florida do to counteract that, you know, to make their offense hum? So – that will be key. I, I'm with you. Correct. There. I'm with you. Uh, yeah, 100 percent correct. I, 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 uh, I don't. I'm with you. I do not care how they win. If they can go out there and run for 500 yards and win the game, I'm the happiest Gator fan ever. Okay, but if if they come out there to stop the run and they're stopping the run and we don't do anything, oh, yes. different. Sure. I have a problem with that. Oh, yeah. If, if if you go just at that level and say, okay, they're playing a, an eight man front and Florida yep. continues to run the ball, yes, I totally agree with you. Because now you're right. you're running into a wall. So yes, if that yep. happens, I would be 100 percent in your corner. I don't think that would happen, but we'll see. Okay, the sheep. Thanks a lot. Yes, sir, David. Thank you. Now I understand. Yeah, I mean, of course, if you've got an eight man front and you continue to run the ball, uh, you're asking for trouble. I totally understand that. Uh, okay, a couple of emails you, you, quickly. Um, you can uh, still call me here. Uh, Pat says, my level's an eight. I think Napier and the team have heard enough about the road woes. Carolina hasn't had the year folks anticipated. One needs to start fast, open up the offense. I assume Carolina will load the box to stop the run, break the trends, and come out throwing. That'll be interesting. That will be interesting. I am anxious to see what how florida attacks them offensively right and once again just because there's statistically you're not very good in one thing doesn't mean the other team can necessarily exploit it but i'm telling you carolina is next to last in the league in total defense they give up 443 yards a game. And the only team that's worse is LSU. Imagine that. LSU. With all their athletes, they're terrible. They're terrible on defense. So how do they how do they attack that? Right? Defensively, when you look at Carolina, just in, in if you break down them statistically, I mentioned total defense next to last. In the league, scoring defense, uh, 29 points a game. Mississippi State, LSU, and Vanderbilt are worse. And against the run, Carolina is not very good. Rushing defense, they give up 141 a game. 
which is uh, two spots from the bottom, Vanderbilt, LSU. Now, against the pass, so if Florida can't do anything there, what about against the pass? Well, passing defense, Carolina last in the league. They give up 301 yards a game. So they're not very good at stopping the run. They're worse stopping the pass. So what will change for Carolina, if anything? That's what coaches get paid for. That's what offensive coordinators get paid for. Defensive coordinators get paid for. It should be fun watching this chess match develop in a game, as I've said before, is very important to both teams. Very important to both teams. Don't forget tomorrow, the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, here. He'll be here about 1220 for a couple of segments. He'll take your questions, calls, and comments. Laura Rutledge from ESPN, SEC Network, here to talk college and pro football tomorrow. We will have our normal prognostication Friday coming up. But today, a long guest list to thank. Play-by-play voice of South Carolina, Todd Ellis. Union County's football coach, Andrew Thomas. Newberry's football coach, Edward Johnson. O'Call's football coach, R.J. Fewer. All of them joining us here on Sports Scene today. We didn't get Max Chadwick, sadly. I enjoy having Max here from Pro Football Focus, but we'll try to reschedule him uh, as well. And then uh, we're going to have another uh, South Carolina guy come on tomorrow from a sports station up there. We're going to trade each other's shows and talk about our teams. Uh, So look forward to that, doing that later on in the week. Thanks to Bennett for producing today. We thank you for listening. Stay dry, but we do need the rain. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. See you later. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.